Welcome to Couch Chats, your go-to podcast for raw and inspiring messages from myself and other female entrepreneurs all around business and mindset. I am your host, Jess Williamson, an award-winning business and mindset coach and a serial entrepreneur having scaled four successful businesses. My purpose is to help you unleash your unique superpowers and to build the life and business of your dreams. Let's get into today's episode. Today's guest is Claire Wood. I have followed Claire on Instagram for quite some time. She is a business coach and money mentor. She is a self-confessed numbers nerd and a wrangler of two boys. She is a drinker of wine, a gym junkie, a wonderluster, and a podcaster as well with the Claire Wood podcast and I was recently on her podcast as well, so we will put the link in the show notes for that one. Go and check her out. She is amazing. But we are going to be jumping into today's episode where we speak all things money and running a profit first business. So we are going to jump into that right now. Get ready. Let's go. Hey, Claire, I am so excited to have you on Couch Chats today. Hi, it's great to be here. <laughs> I have followed you for a while now and I'm so excited that we finally properly connected. So I'm excited to get to chatting. I'm excited too. Thanks for having me. So we are going to chat all things money. You are an absolute whiz at money mindset, building a profitable business and keeping money front of mind and working through all of that fun stuff as well. So we're going to chat a lot about that today, but I would love to start with where it all started. Firstly, have you always had this great relationship with money? Oh gosh, (laughs) that's a whole other story. But, you know, I've had different kinds of relationships with money throughout my whole life. You know, I've gone through stages where I've lived in real scarcity. Um, My mum always jokes, my first job, I used to get paid $38.40 a week and I'd ask my parents for $1.60 so I could bank. $40 $40 rather oh than $38. So I've been, you know, at that end of the spectrum. I've also lived a crazily wild life where I, I, you know, traveled around the world. I once had a whole year off and just traveled for an entire year, spending a whole bunch of money and having a whole bunch of fun. And yeah, and then obviously coming to run my own business as well has really changed my relationship with money again. But I'm super passionate about teaching people about money mindset. And it's really just about, I guess, being mindful that you even have a relationship with money because a lot of people subconsciously do things. You know, when I was younger, um, obviously I was a a massive (laughs) tight ass. But that came from my childhood. You know, we didn't have a lot when I was growing up and I, I desperately wanted to hang on to any money that I've, I've got. And then I went through a phase where, like I said, I was completely reckless with money, having a bunch of fun, which again was rebelling against my earlier childhood. And what I empower people to do is to just explore and understand, well, how do I feel about money? You know, how am I around money? Am I careful? Do I not spend a cent? Do I spend way too much? And helping them to change that into more helpful money habits. 
Yeah, I think that's so important. I can totally relate to the scarcity mindset of when you were younger. I remember this memory always sticks with me where I really wanted this cardigan and it was like $30, which, you know, wasn't a huge deal. But my mom was like, Jess, do you really need it? Like, do you really, really need this cardigan? I was like, mom, everyone's got this cardigan. I need it. But she was like instilling these ideas of like, unless you need it, let's not spend the money. And so that's been super powerful for me to work through. Before I started business, I thought $100 or everything was expensive. And then you start business and you're dealing with thousands of dollars. Everything is expensive, but it changes a lot through that process as well. So I think it's so interesting. Yeah, 100%. So now that you started a business, you are just helping people so much with their money. What I'd love to know is what is one of the biggest mistakes or challenges that you had with money along the way since starting your business? I talk really openly about my money challenges along the business journey because I think it's really easy to look at successful business owners and think that they've just had it easy or you know that the journey to where they are has been simple for them. It's really easy for us to you know, put people on a pedestal or or think that they haven't gone through challenges. And so I like to be really open about the ups and downs on on my journey. And you know what? If people are honest, every single entrepreneur has had their own fair share of financial mishaps along the way. And you know, any challenges that happen along the way is to learn the lesson and then make sure that obviously you're not repeating the same mistake again. You know, I've had some cash flow challenges in my time as a business owner. I'm sure that a lot of business owners can relate to this, but going through times where you're like, I literally don't know how I'm going to pay the bills here. What money mindset is, is about learning to keep the faith, keep showing up even when times are tough. But when you're in it, it can feel terrifying. It can feel really overwhelming. And to be clear, this isn't something that happens to people, you know, in the early days of business. You know, I've worked with seven-figure business owners who literally have no idea how they're going to pay their tax bill and are completely freaking out because, you know, they've got big teams, they've got warehouses. So, you know, that's something that has happened to me along my business journey. And I shared a little bit about that on my podcast. Some other things that have happened is that I've had launches that did not go to plan. One in particular really resonates with me. My first launch went quite well, actually. I sold 24 of my first, very first course that I ever launched, which was a fantastic first launch. So you can imagine with all the confidence in the world, I was convinced I was going to sell a hundred at my second launch. I invested a bunch of money into Facebook ads, into team, into getting everything really slick. And I sold five. That was absolutely crushing for me at the time because I'd lost money on this launch. And you know, I'm actually a qualified accountant by trade. I'm a CPA and I couldn't get out of my head that I'd lost money. All that work, the weeks of planning, all the money I've invested into it, And now I'm walking away from the whole thing with bloody less money than I came into it. You know, those have been some other things that's happened to me. And through my money mindset work, I've learned how to perceive the challenges really differently. And yeah, I'm finding that more and more when I do have challenging times in business now, I'm looking at it totally differently. I'm not a loser. I'm not a failure. I'm like, hmm, okay, well, I've learned a good lesson there. And really starting to shift my thinking about what's going on. 
Yeah, I think that's so, so powerful because I think a lot of people see things as a failure or that they've lost money. And I actually had to work through that last year when I booked my Sydney and Melbourne events and the world had a different plan for me. So I lost a ton of money. We'd set up, the catering had been done, the everything, the balloons, the expenses had been made. And so For me, it was super disappointing to have lost the opportunity to run an amazing event and everyone was disappointed. And for me, the biggest thing that I realized through that experience is how far my money mindset has actually come in what you're saying, because I lost thousands of dollars. Like it wasn't $2. It was thousands of dollars that I lost as well. And I had to separate myself from that. And I said, you know, money goes, money comes, money flows, you know, in and out. And I just had to let it go because it wasn't worth the stress. But one thing that made me realize how far I'd come with that was when I went for a massage because I was like, I'm stressed. I need to have a massage (laughs) to relax. And I told the lady about it just very briefly. And she was just freaking out. She was like, oh my gosh, I didn't even say how much. She was probably assuming I lost $100. And she was like, oh my gosh, how can you lose that money? You know, you should go get it back. Or like, you know, all this stuff. And I was like, okay, thanks for the tips. Now let's get on with the massage. But that made me realize how far I'd come because most people do probably think in that way. And I think that's such a valuable lesson that you now share with your clients as well. I've actually got a great story that's very relevant. Yeah. One of my coaches hired an extremely expensive coach and she was terrible, like absolutely terrible. And my coach said to me, it has taught me what kind of coach I never want to be. And she's like, if that's the one lesson I've taken out of it, it's something that will change me forever. She goes, it's a very expensive lesson to learn, but she's like, I never want my clients to feel like that. See how just looking at the same situation differently can really be such a mindset flip on exactly the same situation. So yeah, I love it. So powerful. So powerful. Amazing. And thank you for sharing that, you know, on your platforms and everywhere as well and being so open about talking about money. And so we are seeing, which is great, a lot more people talking about money and being open about how much things cost or how much they invest or how much they are making. And so I'm all for it. But what are your thoughts on that? Because I do see a lot of people still maybe being triggered a little bit by it or perceiving it as arrogance or greed or whatever it is. So what are your thoughts around sharing income online? Yeah, look, there's a couple of things that I want to say on this subject. Firstly, I love when people talk about money because I think what it does, and yes, it's going to trigger some people, but what it also does is it empowers a lot of other people. You know, I know that my whole business journey has been spurred on and inspired because I see people around me and I go, wow, she's making how much? I want to make that much money. That super excites me. And especially when we see other people who are just everyday people doing really well, it's really exciting and inspiring to go, if they can do it, then I can do it. And if no one's talking about money, if no one's talking numbers, then we don't really know that. You know, the only reason that I know that people are making tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars, tens of millions of dollars is because they're sharing that openly. There is another side to that coin that I really do want to talk about. And it's something that I'm really passionate about. 
I'll stick my hand up and say, I am so guilty of this as well, but it's that we don't talk about profitability. In my background, um, you know, I worked in the corporate world for many years and um, everything is profit focused, right? Like sales will be like, we made this much profit. Oh, we also made this many sales. And I've come to a small business world. I'm like, why the hell does no one ever talk about their profit? And like I said, I'm sticking my hand up. You know, I'm totally guilty of this. You know, I'll say my client hit a million dollars last year and not give the context of their profit with it. But it's a conversation that I really want to start to change because when you see that someone made $10,000 in a month, someone doesn't have $10,000 sitting in their bank account. Someone has paid up to 50% of that in tax. They have paid probably a business coach or their team members. They're paid online subscriptions. And, you know, I've heard stories about businesses that make a million dollars a year and make less than $100,000 a year profit. I've heard stories of, you know, people having a $100,000 launch and they spent, you know, $90,000 on their expenses associated with the launch. And like I said, you know, I've, I've definitely played into this story as well, but moving forward, it's something that I really want to just remind the listeners that when you do see someone sharing their money, be inspired by it, be triggered by it, (laughs) but also ask the question of like, what's going on behind that? And really understand that that is not a profit number that they're sharing. There's probably a bunch of expenses that they've had behind that as well. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's so important. And one thing I just want to maybe point out in regards to that, I think everyone needs to be aware of their own profitability and what their real goals are in their business. Something I actually shared on a podcast last year was that I think what you're saying is like 100% spot on. But then what I was seeing was the people who were getting triggered by it would then try and rationalize others' success. So I think what you said was so spot on about be inspired by it. Don't try and rationalize or bring others down in a way to make yourself feel better. So again, it's just coming back to what is this bringing up in me? Why am I thinking this way? But it is so key to say, okay, they made that. Rationally, I know probably not profit, it's sales. But if you're doing it coming from a place of comparison and saying, oh, I feel really yuck that they're doing so much better than me. Let me just rationalize it and say, well, hey, that's not even their profit. They're not doing that good to make yourself feel better to just be aware of that as well. Oh, I'm finding with this money mindset work, just constantly catching myself. So I have an example. I saw a coach who's grown really, really rapidly, heard about her and I went and checked out her content. And the first thing I said is, oh, her content's not that good. And straight away, I was like, oh, it's obviously triggered me. And the reason is, is because it's something that I desire. Yeah. And I think that if you don't want something, then there's no emotional charge to it, right? Like if I see a guy driving a really flash car, I don't really give a shit. Like I don't don't, don't care about cars. So it doesn't trigger anything emotionally in me. Whereas like if I'm finding myself getting jealous of someone else, if I'm finding myself judging, usually it's because there's something in there that I desire. Usually there's something like, oh, I wish I was making that much money. And to your point, like if you are finding yourself having a goal or trying to pull apart other people, it's probably because there's something in you that's unhealed. Yeah. And I think even just having that awareness, so catching it and saying, oh, I'm thinking this way because I want this. Then you can ask yourself the question, okay, if I want this, how can I 
work towards it. And then it almost eliminates all of that bitterness, all of that feeling towards the other people. And then it brings it back to you. So I think that's really, really awesome and such a great tip as well. It's an interesting conversation. It's a triggering one, but I think it's one that we need to be having in small business. Yeah. Now, this is a trap that I see a lot of business owners fall into is that they are focused on more clients, more sales, more clients, more sales. And that's something that I talk about in regards to a lifestyle point of view on why why you're always chasing more. But from a profit point of view, how can they maybe bring the focus back in because profit is obviously sales and costs that are internal. So how can people start to be more mindful and then bring back more focus to building their profit? So something I'm a big believer in is intentionality. You know, people often say to me, well, how much should I spend on a coach? How much should I like, how many people should I hire? And I'm like, I personally think that everyone is different. (laughs) And who am I to put a percentage on what is an appropriate investment for you? So let me share what I mean by that. I am quite comfortable with risk, probably more than the average person. And if I get a good gut feeling about hiring a team member, hiring a coach, I probably would lean into a higher percentage. I'd be comfortable to lean into a higher percentage of my income than perhaps other people would. So i.e., I'd be willing to go, I'm so confident that my profit will grow in the long term that I'm happy to sacrifice my short-term profit knowing that this will pay off. Whereas I think for other people, and this is something that I remind people all the time, if you invest from a place of, holy crap, if I just spend a bunch of money on it, hopefully it will work, that's coming from a place of lack. That is not investing from a place of expansion. Investing from a place of expansion is, I feel so excited to be in the energy of this coach, to be up-leveling my website, to be hiring this person. It feels 100% like the right thing to do. Then that is a great place to be investing from. And again, different people have different you know, capacities to invest. So some people are happy to go and spend all their savings on something that feels right in their business. Whereas for other people, that would feel terrifying and feel like crap. And you know, I, I know I had um, someone on my podcast and she said she actually mortgaged her house to go and do a program. And that felt good for her. She's like, I didn't feel scared at all. It felt like 100% the right thing to do. Whereas for me, that's not something that I would necessarily do. So I think it's really about being like, what do I want and how comfortable am I to invest to get there? So this last year, I've lowered my profit percentage of my overall sales because I've been intentionally investing in my business a lot. I've worked with a really amazing global coach. I've redone my website. I've done a new brand. I've hired, but I had a plan. I set out my budget at the start of the year and I said, this is what I'm going to do. This is what my budget looks like. So when I came to make these investments, I knew that I had the revenue coming in to cover it. I felt really confident in the long-term potential of these investments. And I think this is what I would say to people. The more that you can be planned, the more that you can have your strategy in place and say, yeah, I'm happy to do this for a period of time, but I'm doing it intentionally. I'm not just winging it. I'm not just throwing spaghetti at a wall and hoping like hell this works. I'm very clear about what I desire and I'm doing it in a very strategic way. Oh, I think that's just with everything that we do in life. It comes back to that mindset and not being in that scarcity mindset, especially when it comes to money. I would love to finish off with, like, if you could give people 
one tip and you could only share one tip for, you know, with the whole world when it comes to money, what would that be? Just changing the story, the narrative that you have in your head around what's possible for you can completely change your life. I found my old journals and I used to write, I have a house by the water. I live on the water. I've got a house by the water. I used to walk through houses on the water near the beach and I've just bought my house on the water. I just want to share with everyone that whatever you, you know, if you see someone else doing it, you can have that for yourself. If you believe it's possible and you chase it. And that's the one thing that I would say to people like have big dreams and chase them. I think that is just so important to just know that money's everywhere and why not claim your piece of it? Yeah. Love that. Beautiful. (laughs) So how can people connect with you, find out more about you and just soak up more of your amazing money knowledge? Well, my favorite place to hang out is over on Instagram. So I'm at Claire underscore Wood underscore coach. And Claire has no I in it. So it's C-L-A-R-E. It's a bit of a tricky one. And I also have a podcast called The Claire Wood Podcast. I've got the lovely Jess coming on it very soon. So make sure you keep your ears peeled for that episode as well. So those are probably the two places to best connect. And you make sure you pop me a DM and say hi. I love to chat to people over on Instagram. Yay. (laughs) Well, thank you so much. It's been so fun chatting with you. I feel like we could just sit here all day and chat away. (laughs) You're in your closet at the moment, so it might not be (laughs) the comfiest spot, but hopefully we get to connect soon. Sounds wonderful. Thanks so much for having me. What an episode. That was so packed full of value and Claire really knows her stuff when it comes to money. So if you enjoyed this episode, as always, make sure you screenshot, share it to your social media and tag myself at Jester Williamson 8 and also Claire at Claire underscore Wood underscore Coach. Have the most amazing week, smash your goals, and I will speak to you next time. Mm -hmm.